A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. And of course, for women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. Today, we have a really special guest with us. Her name is Lillian. Hi, um, I'm Lillian. I'm the Chief Operating Officer of Nangai. And um, okay, so how long have you been in this role? Well, less than a year. I joined Nangag last year in August. After like nine months conversation with the CEO, I took my time to really evaluate about the opportunity. And uh, nine months later, I was on board. That was August last year. Wow. And actually, for you, uh, what is a woman of influence in a, in your world? I will say that, <laughs> but I would say in fair say I um, I'm old enough um, to be seen as having influence, but you know I, I could never find a way to quantify that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have run a team of people? Uh, yes. Um. In in my first half of my career, I spent the last thirteen years um, running Lubin at Hong Kong. That was one of the largest agency. Well, that's the biggest creative agency in Hong Kong. And then I changed field kind of within, still within the communication industry. I moved to the media agency side. I ran, um, UM, IPG Media Brands Hong Kong. And when you were in your role, I mean Liu Bernard, and then after that you moved to another company and then you eventually moved there. So there are like quite a number of changes. Right. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um, you mean before Nangag or after Nangag? Before Nangag. Okay. Um, well, that was pretty still, I would say, quite similar because no matter it's advertising or media, it's kind of like still about communication. I talk to you, you talk to me. That, you know, that's the the, the, um, the rule of the game, I would say. So as a manager, of course, I have to um, understand people. Um, I would say the biggest um, challenge for me back then was to understand culture to understand nuances, especially people from different fields, um, different countries, different backgrounds, different age groups. So I guess as a leader, um, that would be key. I mean, um, we call it empathy. So when you talk about empathy, how do you leverage on that to grow your team or to build relationships with your people around you and influence their decisions? Because when you are a leader, a female leader in organization, you know, when you state your point, you can't force people to follow you, right? Yeah. So how do you leverage on that the empathy, the influence to gain and garner that full, that support? Well, this is my secret recipe. <laughs> I will say this is very important. And obviously, this is neglected by lots of um, other people, especially in general, I would say guys, because um, men... Uh, well, most of the time, I think on the you know the opposite gender will find understanding people understand about your feelings is kind of like 
is demonstrate um, the weakness of a leader to listen to ask questions. Um, but I guess at the end, you have to understand the motive of the people. And you, I'm not a fortune teller. I can't read a motivation of a person, you know, simply by looking at them or reading the palms. I mean, that's not my expertise, right? So I guess at the end of the day, it's about asking questions, asking why, what are your feelings? Um, I would say that's step one um, or the fundamental step of any of um, the trust that I demand from the team. So when you are building this process, what are some of the common myths and obstacles that people often raise up to you when you talk about, you know, influencing them? Um, the myth is that, you know, because if I have to communicate with anyone, I also have to open myself, right? Open up ah. myself. So when I talk to them about the fear I have or the sadness I have, they will say, they kind of like, they don't understand. They thought like being seen as an older person in this industry, they thought, I don't have fear, I don't have failure, I don't have sadness, but um, I, I mean, the biggest challenge is that they will be scared when I show um, a sign of vulnerability of myself. They will be shocked, um, um, or in some way, they were kind of like feeling intimidated, overwhelming. But after we build a trust, then it's very okay, I would say, and that's very worthwhile to do for any of the female leaders, I would say. What do you think is holding women back in a corporate position um, in terms of, you know, building their position of influence? Um, well, fortunately, in the past of my career, I've never seen cases like that. Otherwise, you know, I won't be sitting here. But I, I guess it would be not objective enough if gender at the end of the day will be a hindrance to any of um, a person's career growth. I remember 20 years ago back then, I was um, in, um, in an interview, being interviewed by a vice president of China, somewhere in a big creative agency, and um, the client was Japan Tobacco. And um, that boss um, asked me, so Lillian, what do you feel if you have to serve a bunch of Japanese guys? Wow. And um, do you think you can handle it? And that, I think I was 24. And my answer was, if you have that problem, we have a problem. Oh, okay. mm. And then I was hired. Yeah, I was hired at the end. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you let a bunch of Japanese um, Yeah, I worked guys. with them, right? No, I mean, Japanese tobacco was the client. So that's even more difficult for me. Um, but I just, um, yeah, I just, I just ignore this kind of myth. And, uh, and by the way, I never see myself, um, as a woman. <laughs> I see myself as a, um, as a professional. I was an, an executive. I was just doing my own job. Like at the end of the day is like, um, I would say is people's, um, uh, capability more important. I won't give a shit if he's a guy or a woman. If the person is crap, then you know, it's crap, right? So I, uh, I, I always look at people's um, capability. Well, I love that when you say that. You know, if it's crap, it's crap. It, like yeah. it really is brutally honest. 
Yeah. I would say, <laughs> wow. And were there situations in the corporate, you know, when you're in your journey and your climb, you know, you face like harassment from men and sorry because recently there are issues yep. about women in the workplace yep. and I would like to have a little bit of um, insight on you know, how you handle it. Um, I did have that experience when I was younger, obviously. <laughs> um, that was, I remember I got asked to visit a client on a Saturday that was a very senior client to visit his home. Um, like I got harassed by, you know, some of the um, people from very high up. But um, I just kicked their ass. I just said, I just said it's not appropriate. You retet, you just t tell them up front that it's not appropriate. But you didn't, um, you, you just rejected them up front? I, I rejected them up front and I said, I won't go. And it's not good. And then I walked away, I give them a really stiff face. At the end of the day, it's not what you say, but it's a gesture that you want to, you know, give, right? I gave that kind of, don't, you know, mess up with me, I'll be kicking your ass. Um, that's what I did. And then they never came back with the same kind of approach. Did, did you feel that, um, you know, if you reject them, you will lose your power of influence within the company because you lose a, you lose that client, you know, or that job that you're supposed to pitch for? Mm, I didn't worry. I didn't I like worry that. at all. I just do it. It's my instinct, right? I have to protect myself. It's like an animal. If I got attacked, I and mean, I will bite. And I guess at the end of the day, it's this type of basic instinct. Um, for any of the individuals, male or female, older people or younger people to protect themselves, I think we have the right to do it. Wow. <laughs> this is very much a personality. So what is the one advice for a woman who is climbing the corporate ladder? What is the one advice would you give her in terms to, to grow, mm. to, to grow to a power of influence? Because when you climb up, definitely you'll be having more power mm. and having more influence. So I'm just curious, what is the one advice you can give to those ladies who is watching, which is in Soul Rich Woman, you know, who are attempting their journey upwards? I guess it's like believe in yourself and never overthink. I never give a doubt on what I want to do. If I think this is the right move, I just do it. Period. <laughs> I like you. You are very straight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I really love it. Okay, so so just just on side side note, when you are when we are moving, why do you decide to eventually move to Nine Gag? Like something totally out of your comfort zone. Yes. Different portfolio. Yes. So tell us a little bit more in terms of the out of comfort zone experience. Yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, I will be honest on my reply. Um, first of all, when I changed from creative industry to media in industry, um, creative agency people already thought I was a maniac. Why would you want to work in the media agency just plan TV and you know, um, TV and print, outdoor and digital. And I thought, you know, data um, is very important. It's the essential for any of the marketing, you know, um, to build on. So I took that chance. And um, after three years, and I thought, mm, you know what, I, uh, I'm i old enough 
And um, I please stop saying that you're old enough. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that you're old enough. And by chance, I, I did have the opportunity to meet with um, Ray. That's my um, existing CEO in a conference. And I thought, like, well, really? By then, I was like thinking, I'm old enough. If my if I miss that chance, I will be missing that forever. Because I, if I made a ch um, change um, last year, uh, which eventually I did. Um, that's the golden moment um, for me to do change, right? I can still um, pick things up and learn um, at a faster speed. I can still ask questions. My ego is not that big to claim that I know everything. And uh, yeah, so I just did. And uh, I didn't think really that much. And I thought, I just have to do it. And then I did. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> there was no complex woo-woo process of letting go and you know developing a self-esteem and no, no. I only discovered that I did let go a lot after I joined. That I was officially the oldest employee in the company, and I was the person who understand tech the lo the least. I don't know how to do deal with lots of the tools. Um, I don't know how to Google good enough. Um, I don't know how to um, handle Google documents um, that well. Um, I even, you know, I, I, I took a SQL course because um, I thought it would be good to show them that I know some kind of coding. So I made that choice and spent two entire two and a half months um, at home. Um, even over Saturday and Sunday because I have to write codes. Um, so, yeah, that was, I mean, looking back is really a journey because it's so different. I wouldn't have learned so much if I stayed in the same company. And of course, you know, I will have my PA, I will have my CFO, I will have my HR to handle everything for me. But now, you know, I'm the PA of my own and Google is my best partner. Um, oh, no, of course, I'm teasing. Um, I still have lots of very um, capable engineers um, at my back helping me to do stuff but I guess it's totally um, different journey um, well you know I, I, I won't regret it at all and Lillian you didn't know tech you were like the you, you mentioned two things I picked up okay you were yeah. the oldest employee yeah. really yeah and what was the average age in that gang 25 25. 25 around. Yeah, because we have, I mean, give you an, um, an idea. We had five, we have five founders. Oldest is 33. That's my CEO. The youngest is 28. So you can imagine. Yeah. And you said that you were like a tech dinosaur. Yes. So you said you just did it. You just went to learn and yeah. coding. Yeah. Wow. How do you overcome that self doubt? Well, I, I guess the biggest learning in my career so far is never claim that you learn it all. I guess it's the biggest barrier for any individuals on earth, wow, especially that. when, when, you know, some of the people, I've been there, I, I've been there, I've done that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I hate all this kind of bullshit. And, um, when people ask me, you know, are you proud or is your mom proud of you? I said, no, I really don't think so. Um, I'm still learning and um, I don't think I'm good enough. Um, so I keep learning and then I just did. And of course, you know, I have to confess that by the time I subscribed to the data analytics course, um, you know, in writing SQL, I didn't know it was so tough. 
I just jump on board and then I, I, I can't turn back and then just move along. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's awesome, Lillian. Wow. I really love what you're sharing. Let me see. I, I want to ask something even deeper. Okay, sure. Right now, when you're in a company where you are the oldest, sometimes women have a tendency to feel a little bit insecure about the position. Do you do you do you have that? I mean, are you do you mind sharing this part? Yeah. I think the vulnerability yeah, yeah, for yeah, us definitely. as women. Yeah, I'm human. Of course, I won't lie, right? At some moment of time, you know, especially when a person passed forty, um, if they don't have that sense of crisis, I think that's bullshit. Everyone will be afraid to get obsolete someday, sometime, right? We'll all do. Um, but if it happens, it happens. Um, so, but either way, I, I just, I just learn. I just want to be better and, um, nothing will stop me. Mm. <laughs> Do you have a personal motto that you live by? Um, I want to move the world. I would. <laughs> wow. Lillian, thank you very much for today's interview. You are such an inspiration. I really feel very touched by your words and I can really feel you. <laughs> Just sitting next to Lillian, I can feel her so strong. Like, you are so honest and your climb and journey must be not easy. It hasn't been easy yeah, so far. Don't put me in tears. <laughs> but it's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you very much. Wow. Okay. So last, last one. Okay. What have you got to tell my my women in my community who are still holding back? They are still like, you know, waiting, sitting on the fence. They want to have more freedom, be more fabulous about their life and having financial independence, but just sitting on the fence because they are in that comfort zone. What would you tell them? What are you doing? Just do it and kick ass. <laughs> I love it. Straight to the point. No bullshit. You have to just do it, right? Well, thank you very much, Lillian, for joining us today on Soul Rich Woman TV. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My name is Janisha Laura. Thank you very much for joining us today and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.